Hello and welcome to the Geeks Friday the 13th Retrospective Podcast presented by WeAreTessellate.com where every Monday and every Friday we'll be covering a new instalment in the classic horror franchise. Warning, this podcast contains strong language and spoilers throughout. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Geeks in our retrospective horror franchise, Think Downs. We're in the middle of a Friday the 13th marathon right now. And we are on Friday the 13th, chapter 4, the final chapter. Joining me on this epic journey, Justin Maraconda and Katie Watson. Uh, so Friday the 13th, final chapter, number 4 in the series, uh, released in 1984. They've had one film per year. Every year for four years in a row so far. It's pretty great. Yeah, I did Quattro. And where we left off at the end of number three, if you haven't been listening to our series, uh, go onto iTunes, type in Geeks, type in Friday 13th, you'll get our series, you can subscribe, listen to the whole lot! Because we're recording it, so you might as well listen to it. Um, yep. Last episode, because <laughs> that's really how it feels, it's like a TV yeah. show. Yeah. Previously <laughs> on Friday the 13th. Yeah, and you get that majorly at the beginning of this one. So the other ones we've done are previously on Jason, basically, and it's been yeah. the last 10 minutes of the last film. This one is not that. This one is a just melange of all of the kills that have happened yeah. so far. Yeah. Um, Which was kind of great, actually. Yeah. It's much better than just rewatching the last scene yeah. from the previous film. Yeah, because the last film was, was pretty inconsequential. Yeah. Quite inconsequential. Yeah. Surprisingly, however... They do follow on directly, immediately, the second the last one finishes. Mm -hmm. So, um, you're immediately back at the house from last time, the barn from last time where Jason was uh, supposedly killed and lying on the floor. The police have taken over the place. They're taking his body away. Um, they take him to a morgue. He wakes up, of course, at the morgue, goes on the killing spree, and then heads on his journey back to Crystal Lake. Uh, back at uh, some other corner of Crystal Lake as we're yep. constantly finding new corners. It's a big lake. Yep. Yeah. Big lake. It's uh, a massive lake. Is a family, our first time seeing a family there, uh, albeit without a father. We never really find out what happened to the father. They we? were on a break. Oh, there we go. They were doing their little jog and the mom and daughter were talking and okay. the daughter was saying that she was still talking to the dad and then, you know, he was asking about the mom and the mom was like, I don't want to talk to him. So there's a mother, a yep. daughter, um, the daughter's and you know regular teen son. age, and then an alien son Trish. who must be I don't know how old do you think he is ten ten, ten somewhere yeah somewhere. similar age to Jason when he died essentially yeah, yeah. Uh, and he is played by Corey Feldman Woo. Uh, in a very early role Green here um, and he plays a character called Tommy who is definitely uh, modeled after uh, Tom Savini who um, did all of the special effects for the first Friday 13th yeah. and did the special effects again for this one mm -hmm. he's been yeah. away for two and three um, and he is a kid who is like a special effects wizard guru who's making like all these crazy masks and fixing yeah. cars and all kinds of stuff yeah he's just an all around fixer and very much into his horror and, and yeah. you know, all that stuff um, and then at the house opposite a bunch of kids move in or are they just there for a renting. holiday renting, renting. Yeah. so they're there for a sort they of get Airbnb away. getaway um, come to party at the lake um, and then Jason you know obviously is on his way back starts turning up starts killing people yep. another character who turns up and we'll talk about this more later obviously is um, a hunter who turns up says he's there to kill bears uh, Corey Feldman knows he's off immediately and he is indeed uh, there to hunt down Jason mm -hmm. 
And it all ends uh, with the teens being killed off very quickly yeah. in rapid succession and being left yeah. pretty much with the family left over, well, the daughter and the, and the brother yeah. and the hunter. Um, and Corey Feldman ends up... Saving the day. Transitioning. Transitioning, yeah. He basically takes time <laughs> out to cut his hair, turn into a young Jason um, and try and trick Jason for a moment so that he can be then uh, butchered. Much. Yeah. Um, with a pretty fantastic sliding down a machete effect with his eyeball still moving yeah, around. That's pretty obvious. So we'll get to all the details later on. It's directed by a newcomer uh, to the series, Joseph Zito, who didn't really go on to do anything in particular of any interest. He did direct a film called The uh, Night Prowler, I think, just before this. Which is oh, probably Nightcrawler. <laughs> Nightcrawler. Um, well, why is my internet being so shitty in here? Well, it is. So there you go. Um... Okay, so this, it's called the final chapter. They really did apparently think that this was going to be the last one they were going to do mm-hmm. because at this point, franchises weren't, you know, a huge thing. You didn't have Nightmare franchise really yet. Um, Halloween was just getting its legs going at just on its second one. So to be in your fourth iteration was quite, you know, unusual, and particularly one after e- another every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I guess the first thing I want to ask you guys is, you know, before we get into the minutia of it, is, if this had been the last chapter after seeing the other ones, would you have been happy with this as a send-off of Jason and of the Crystal Lake anthology? <clears throat> yeah, I think I would just be content with it. I'd be like, oh, well, that was that. Good run, Jason. Good run. Do you think you know, it's a worthy like? Do you think he's, as he's become more and more the you know, headline character, really? He, it was a big shebang. I feel like he w- did one last, like, you know, homage to Ma. I'm going to kill them all. And... Killed them really good, really brutally. <laughs> killed them. Um, yeah, because like as as we watched the series, I came more like okay, uh, people are gonna die. Like the expectations and set like kind of changed. I knew what to like kind of look for, what was gonna happen, um, and yeah, it was. I think it was like a fine final chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely um, a lot more aggressive in the goal in this yeah. one, uh, but still in a fun way. Perhaps at the time more shocking, but nowadays it seems yeah. more fun, um, and definitely more aggressive with the like sexuality as well. Yeah. Um, I think in all the other movies we said there are one girl gets naked in each one, and this one three girls get naked, yeah. and two of them twice. Yeah, yeah. and there was, you know, they just kind of ditched the bras. Like all of them were like, "Here's the bras." You yeah, know, the evolution bra. of the bra. <laughs> Seen how they changed over the years. The last one didn't even have bras. They're like, "I don't need bras." This one was bare, bare boobs. Oh, except for when she one got girl. sexy, she Virgin. tried to get. Se- the yeah, bra. the virgin had a like very virgin bra, soft, lacy. It was yeah. white. I mean, probably made it like Egyptian silk or something. But you can, you'll talk about this on your broadcast. Yeah, yeah, I'm a broadcast. Yeah, yeah. Jess's weekly broadcast. But yeah, she, uh, she she put it on just to take it off, which was completely pointless. But they <laughs> yeah. needed that. Don't she puts it on to get into the shower. <laughs> Why? Why put it on? Uh, Watson, would you have been happy with this being the last Jason? I think so. I think they kind of went at it with the idea that it was the last one, and then therefore it was like no holds barred. Um, they just really went for it, had a lot of fun with it. The kills were really fun. And yeah, they, they anted up the gore, but it not in a like overwhelming sort of way. And it all kind of flowed a little bit with the story. I mean, it all is kind of loose interpretation. It's basically boiled down now to like any random group of children or teenagers that are running around in the vague vicinity of this lake are targets. And as long as Jason is like, mobile then you're probably on his list um but i thought it was really fun i thoroughly enjoyed this one it was definite upswing from number three 
Um, and yeah, it was, you can just definitely tell that everyone was like, yeah, let's, you know, proper send off. Yeah. Let's do this thing. No holes barn. Get it? Because barn, he was in barn. Okay, I'm just not going to talk. No holes barn. Just take a time out. I feel considering because. <laughs> <I feel, laughs> <laughs> it's weird because I feel considering the second one. I'm going to take this glove away from you, Jess. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. it's clanky and clacky. Oh. What's it called? Um, you get the hands. <laughs> it's. It's weird because uh, because the second film is the first Jason film and he's in the sack head. Um, yes. And then the third one is just kind of superfluous and pointless and he's not in a sack. You know I mean, he's in a sack. Well, he's not even in a sack, really. <laughs> no. He doesn't have his mask on until about halfway through the film. Right. And then it's really pointless, the story. This one gets him back to Crystal Lake, which I think was really important. He's yeah. in the mask from the get-go. He's way more the character we know now as Jason in yeah. this. He's hulking. He's ominous. He's cool. He can take pretty much anything you throw at him. I feel this is really the first one where it is from start to finish. This is a Jason film. This is how we now think of Jason films yeah. in the mask and the way he's doing stuff and the kind of characters he's cutting yeah. through and the, the kind of way more creative kills <laughs> that he's doing yeah. in this one. Um, that so, hacksaw and the oh, head spin, yeah. that was not expected. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the were, first one, right? Yeah, it was just like... Yeah. There's some good ones here. You had the shower kill. You had the Cinemark screen kill. Yeah. Uh, the really one. great ones where you had the axe through the door. That one was like my favorite. Unexpected uh, kill. Yeah. You had the grabbing Precision. her through the window and then just throwing her yeah. out, That's which good. was... you know. Which I feel like she And then the car exploded. But, yeah. Uh, you had the skewer in the crotch they did to the guy and then he kind of ejected it yeah. again and yeah. took him further and lifted him up yeah. from the crotch with yeah. this. Probably my favorite was actually the shadow kill of the twin, which I thought oh, was really right. nicely pulled off. Yeah, yeah. With, the uh, with the lightning flash, and you saw him like, impaling yeah. her you with the shadow. The sound yeah, you heard it. Like he, it showed it. the shadow, and then it cut out, and then yeah, you heard the. That was cool. And then on the flip side, of that you had some great effects work done to him. Tom Savino was clearly having fun with it. You have Jason getting his hand split into, mm-hmm. yeah. and you have Jason at the end getting a machete in his head and then falling onto it. So then he's sliding down the sharp blade of the yeah. machete. While looking around and his mouth moving, yeah. yeah, as it splits his head open essentially, um, which was yeah, a lot and of like fun. his whole like his kind of whole demeanor in this one is much darker and yeah. much more um, like post dead sort mm. of feel to him. So you're kind of as a viewer on this fence of you know maybe he is like you know supernatural, yeah, a little bit, and he's got these powers that are beyond human abilities and which makes it a more fun ride for you to be on because you're not so much hung up on like, oh, he would totally be dead right now, um, yeah. blah, blah, blah. That's so. what I mean. I think they finally figured out what Jason should be right. in the episode where they decided they were going to end it. Mm-hmm. And obviously yeah. that's not what happened. Um, so let's take it a little bit more scene by scene. It opens, I, I think, on a really cool shot. Um, which was mostly a one shot mm-hmm. as you yeah. kind of crane through the rain and the ambulance and the police cleaning up from the last, um, yeah, the, the end finale of number three. Right. Um, they take him away. And then there's a helicopter for no reason other yeah. than they had the money to have a helicopter, yeah. I think. Production value is going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. one star. Um, and then they wheel him off. And I, I genuinely thought it was really cool. They all go and it's all been noisy and helicopters and police sirens. And people chatting and stuff and they take him off and they, they all fade into the distance and the camera like cranes up and it's all quiet and all you can hear are the critic crickets and yeah. they just leave it like that yeah, for a few seconds awesome. just as kind of the sort of dead air of what's left yeah afterwards and then they cut pretty hard to uh, a hospital now it's hard not to acknowledge so the year before this 
when Friday the 13th Part 3 came out was when Halloween 2 came out. Now, Halloween 2, and we'll go into that in our retrospective when we do that, that whole one takes place in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And the entirety of the film is is very similar to what they do at the beginning of this yeah. one. There's definitely influence going on here of, oh, Halloween is the film that started all these things that they were copying when they did Friday the 13th Part 1. How uh, It seems when Halloween 2 finally came out, they wanted to acknowledge that as well. So they definitely ripped some of that for the beginning of this because the opening section of this film is in a hospital. You have a bunch of similar kills to what happened in Halloween 2. Mm-hmm. You got weird, perverse, sexy nurses doing things that seem very unnecessary turn on a dime they yeah. go from like don't touch me creep to like here here are my panties yep yeah. and in a morgue yeah dead bodies around right next you. to a dead serial murderer yeah. like that's just not a turn on yeah um including the great line from one of the uh male nurses i guess he was oh, the yeah. jesus christmas jesus, jesus christmas, christmas. <laughs> yeah. just shouting all weird things yeah. uh but you did have the really cool shot as they're shutting him in what do you call it when you put people not in a morgue but in the uh, hatches you kind of get the yeah. bodies and you put them into a freezer i guess and i don't know kinda... but i don't know if they are yeah, i don't know what it's called anyway I forget. they're wheeling jason into that and the camera's inside there just as he's shutting the door you see jason's breath of his like yeah. his breathing in the air which was, was cool. really cool um and then it's immediately yeah way more violent straight away he kills yeah. both of them straight away really violent yeah. and you definitely feel you're into 80s horror here and this for me is much more how in my head the Friday the 13th films always were in terms of as a kid I was scared of them and they seemed really grisly and stuff you yeah. didn't want to see as a kid um, now like I say it's much more fun because we're used to this stuff but, yeah. but this is definitely doesn't have the quaintness that the first two have no. the third one sort of yeah. had this is getting into proper sort of yeah, grisly kills um, but immediately more likable characters as well I found not as likable as the second one for me yeah. Not as likable as the first one, even. Yeah. Certainly, way more likable. Do you than think the third it's literally one. just because there's Corey Feldman in it, though? It like helps. His c- character helped so much, and I think without that, it would have still been running that yeah. line of we're not really in this with anyone in particular. Yeah, I agree. Um, no, I agree. I, I think they're all still cliches. You got Kristen, Crispin Glover as well, which helps yeah. for a modern audience, yeah. but didn't at the time, obviously. But I just don't think anyone's horrible no. in it. Yeah. No, uh, they're That's not true. necessarily the most enigmatic bunch, and they're definitely cliches. But there's no yeah. one else like, oh, I can't wait for that person to die. Well, I think like the the, oh, the one sleazy t- nerd teddy. kid, yeah, teddy. the teddy yeah. guy. I yeah. think yeah. that was the only one that I was like, I yeah. could do without him. And he <laughs> tended to actually last the long one of yeah, the longest. Yeah, was pretty impressive. And had a great kill though. So yeah, not with a bang, even though he didn't get banged. And definitely <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, definitely interesting bringing a kid into this as yeah. well as a mother. It was an interesting dynamic to be, oh, I don't know who the lead is going to be. I don't know who well, we're looking you, after. Well, then you, after the, what was it, the second or the third one where the handicapped guy died? And then it was like, well, are they going to kill a kid in mm. this one? So that was always, that yeah. was kind of fun because you didn't really know how dark or deep they were going to go with it. Um, we have a little nod to Pamela Voorhees at the beginning as well, yeah. which was kind of, they just go past the cemetery and her gravestone is there which marks out 1979, which did, that does fit in with everything. What doesn't fit in with everything is the hunter character who comes into this. Doug, I found out is his name. Doug. 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 So he mentioned, so this hunter character turns up, he pretends to be a bear hunter. Turns out, obviously, he's not, because he's clearly he's asking weird, creepy questions yeah. about, yeah. hey, where do, are there a bunch of teenagers turning up? Are they going to lure out Jason, essentially? Yeah. Yeah, is there like, any good bait? Tissue three, perfect. I mean, oh, interesting. <laughs> Are they going to have sex? <laughs> yeah. um, drugs Foxy? involved. Yeah. They take their clothes off a lot. Exactly. Perfect. 
but he um so his story that we get very briefly from a tiny bit of dialogue from him and then from Corey Feldman going through he finds a bunch of newspaper clippings in his bag and basically puts it together very quickly is his sister, which I thought he said Cassandra. I did too. I wrote down the same name. But when I wiki Friday the 13th characters, Cassandra, nothing comes up in the list of all the characters that ever been in Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. So maybe I misheard. Maybe they're making up a character we haven't seen before. I've known other people have said his sister was in the third one. I couldn't make a correlation there. Mm-hmm. But regardless, from the playbook clippings he has and the fact that he's after Jason specifically, he's not. it wasn't someone killed in the first one. Yeah. It has to yeah. be someone killed in two or three. And he obviously knows the the killer's M.O. Yeah. Or his sister was the lady married to the grocery person. Yeah. He said she was a very sweet girl. But that would still be... But even if it was, it's still in the context of the time period of 2 and 3. And they've... All of these films, so 2, 3, and 4, have happened over about a four-day period. If that. Right. If that. That's being generous. So the maximum amount of time for his sister to have been picked up, taken to the morgue, would have been 48 hours, really. For the newspaper clippings that he has, most of them, other than one, would have been from that day, if not the day before, earliest. And they're all really old and weathered (laughs) and ancient and torn. Um, And he's, yeah, come out hunting for this person seemingly within half a day's notice of finding out that his sister's dead, which I guess is possible. But it seems a little bit weird to me. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I do, however, love the character. Like, not his character, yeah. but I like that idea of someone hunting after Jason. Right. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I agree. And he sucked at it. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. They yeah. do nothing with it. He dies immediately. He, like, gets Jason his guns broken. He up his tent immediately, yeah. too. He screws his own shit up yeah. and gets killed. They build him and build him and build him, and then he's just dead. I just second. didn't understand the one scene where he hands off his machete to the girl and then, and when... then walks down the stairs with a pocket knife in his hand. Yeah. But the best what? is, he forgets his pocket knife downstairs. He goes upstairs and goes, wait, my knife. And turns around to go down. Doesn't, <laughs> I, doesn't take the machete from her. Yeah. He's like, I got this. I'm, whoa. And, then, and then she follows him because she sees him die, does nothing about it, runs yeah. away, and then turns around and goes, oh, I should have another look. Well, then, no, because she like looks down and sees that she has the machete, and she's like, oh, I could do something about this. But it's already obviously yeah, too, late. too late. No, I know. She's not the brightest. Um, she doesn't wear pants, and it's just <laughs> She doesn't. So, but that is the interesting thing with this film is there are so many characters because you've got the, yeah. a house full of teens, you've got yeah. a family and you've got a hunter. I'm presuming they were trying to confuse you in terms of, well, who is going to be a lead? Who is going to yeah. die? Who's going to survive? Yeah. Um, which kind of works, but it also doesn't work in terms of you don't know who you're rooting for. Yeah, you, you initially think that you're with the virgin-y Virgin girl, girl, Sarah, mm. but then all of a sudden nice she girl. gets the axe through the door yeah. to the chest. Yeah. And so then good. you're like, and she's oh, not interesting. you're kind of found, yeah. you're foundless at that point. You're kind of all tell. over the place trying to figure out who you're with. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, that other girl is still alive. I guess I'm with her. Yeah. yeah. When secretly you're just rooting for Corey Feldman. Though. That's the yeah, thing for yeah, me. The time. only character you're rooting for is Corey Feldman. Unfortunately, you don't see enough of him. I'd like a bit more. No, he's the coolest one. Um, <laughs> and his ending is kind of weird because he goes for a lot of effort shaving his head and stuff to be like Jason just to distract him basically for a second yeah. but it was a call out obviously to the first sorry to the second one which mm-hmm. he distracts Jason like that he's uh, in the psychology of the situation yeah we did also have the boat death which was pretty cool yeah. more like a raft yeah yeah um, but that was a very Tom which Savini technically should have sank because he stabbed it from underneath so but I've 
but it's, then I guess it's one of those ones like with the inflation tube yeah. around it. Because oh. I've heard people debate this before. Yeah. No, no, I've but actually. Then she kind of would have been like bent in the middle, wouldn't she? Because no. it would have been like. It would have probably still sank because the water would have gone in from yeah. the stab. Um, I, my friend had one and we used it in his pool. The bottom will just rip out and you'll <clears> just fall through it. But if it's oh, just okay. a puncture, it does. You have to like add way mm. more weight because it's still a, like a really solid plastic. Okay. That's, that's how I was like, okay, that's believable. It'll okay. just fill up with water, but. Since the body is still like buoyant, it won't like pull through it. So I just love that guy's reaction. Yeah. He's all like trying to be sneaky. Yeah, he's, scared her. he's, yeah. he's like, Whoa! he's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. yeah. I think the unrealistic thing of that scene is not the boat not sinking, but it's yet another girl in the middle of the night yeah. decided to go skinny dip. Yeah, yeah. in the <laughs> yeah. dark yeah. for no reason, and then just yelling at the darkness whenever she yeah. hears noise. And also. That raft, that boat thing, that was that wasn't out there. Like when they were swimming during the day, she's like, "Oh, look a boat! I'm gonna swim to it." <laughs> yeah, like I'd be like, "Oh, someone might be out here. I'm gonna just Such go." Such a bad idea. Yeah. So the weird staples, which only watching these films in this close proximity, I'm catching on to, and are repetitive. In every one of them, Jason shows his face once. Yeah. Yep. And every time it's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In every one of them, someone gets thrown through a window. Yep. Yep. And they're and already usually dead by that point. Yeah. There was a body. And yeah, in every one of them, yeah. I don't remember in the first one if uh, his mom did it or not, but certainly the three with Jason and yeah, so far, she does. he breaks through a door. Her, his mom breaks through the door when the girl is hiding in the pantry. Oh yeah, of course. Because yeah. we said it's the same year as yeah. The Shining and they just stole from yeah. each other. Yeah. So in every one of them, somebody axes, somebody axes through, through a, door. a door or yeah. knives through a door. Um, I think yeah. it's been an axe every time. There was a knife, I think, in the second or third one. Okay. But he also axes, and then this last one, he threw an axe through the door. He didn't even bother, yeah. like, looking. Yeah, he just went, great too. fuck it. I'm good at this. I've already killed people through doors. I'm just going to wing it. And he yeah. winged it good. But it is, yeah, it's funny that they, I can't believe that's coincidence that all four films so far have had those exact yeah, elements. They must be a kind of thing of these are necessary elements to make mm-hmm. a Friday yeah. the 13th film. And there's always a swimming scene. Yeah. It's always the same. Always, swim, always naked swimming. So I have to see if these carry through. Except in the first one. First one. Was there skinny dipping in the first one? No. I don't know. There's only yeah, one boob shown. There's no, yeah, there's no skinny dipping in the first yeah. one. Yeah. Legitimate. Oh, yeah. Bikini but they, they talk about stripping. Yeah, they did strip yeah, but Monopoly, they never, yeah. but they didn't really strip so they didn't that strip. well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this one you get guys' butts. You nearly get a couple of penises in it. Like they're yeah, going. They're I getting, feel like if, you, if we slow mode it and we had that much attention, we could find something. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, so how? I mean, it's one of those things. I don't know how much. I don't have many more things written down. Do you have more things written down? Um, I really like. We talked about it briefly at the time, but I find it very interesting with the aspect in the third one. She, the the girl, runs upstairs and she like can't decide which door to go in in the hall, and she ends up going at the end of the hall, and yeah. there's a body in there, and it mm. makes her scream. And that's how he knows where she is. Right. And he like doesn't have to go through this cat and mouse thing when he gets up to the top of the stairs. And I find it very interesting because he tends to get down to one or two left and he controls the situation by moving the bodies around yeah. and positioning them to freak, out. to freak them out and keep them kind of cornered or at least angled into a, where he wants them to be or at least where he knows where he can figure out where they're going to be, which I think is very smart and a very interesting ploy because a lot of times it's like hunting. as a viewer, you're like, why don't you just run into the woods? You know, why don't mm-hmm. you just go this way? And it's like, you have this idea that you open this door and like there was one in this, in this fourth one where she opens 
the door and there's literally like a guy crucified covering the exit. Yeah. And then the front door is, you know, barred because some girl is dead. That's like lying right across the front and it freaks her out enough that she stays inside the house. And I find that concept very interesting. And I really like that from this series because it makes it more believable as a viewer that you understand how things are contained and it keeps things kind of funneled in a good direction. More controlled. Yeah. Also like, because she left that house, ran back, and then came back again, ran up the stairs, and he trapped her. Right. Where she, there was like all these options, and he like waited for a second to see which door she would choose. Yeah, that, that's, and that she literally was, was like, strange. yeah, she was like, fuck this. And she yeah. just ran, bails out a window, jumped out a window. <laughs> and, and then the dog was, randomly jumps out the window at one point. Oh, yeah. He gets thrown, he gets thrown out the window. Did he that's throw the dog? Yeah, he threw the dog. Oh. That's what it's supposed to be. But, it, oh. but the do- they commanded the dog, as you can tell. Okay. So he threw um, the dog to safety. Yeah, he's like, you don't, you did nothing wrong. Yeah. But um, yeah, and then he was like, just in shock. He 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 like came well, to the edge she, and he was like, what the? F- she what goes out the window yeah. and then she hits the the, the fence rail. on the rail yeah. and then and she bounces right through that and then falls through two mud. stories into yeah. the mud and they're like a Christ kind of pose but with her panties exposed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I I like his like second of shock. He's like, whoa, she just jumped. <laughs> What the? I did not expect like that. Dedication. Uh, okay. I, yeah. d- this messed up my plans. I thought she was going to run into the rooms where I had all these bodies hidden. And he has like, go downstairs. And then he picks up that and just throws the dude through the window. Yeah, yeah that was one signature move. I did also, it was kind of weird at the end with the Corey Feldman thing. Because it's, I understand sort of their mentality behind it. But I also am like, what would have been his mental process to think, oh, was that me? Mm-hmm. Like what exactly? I think it's just trying to create empathy. Giving him so much pause. I think it's just giving empathy long enough to pause for a minute. I don't think it would have, like the mother thing. I don't think it would have distracted him for longer. Okay. Um, I kind of buy it from Jason's point of view. I'm more bothered with it from Corey Feldman's point of view. Yeah. He put the whole thing together within 30 seconds of reading newspaper clippings because he had to. There's a rough sketch that someone did in the newspaper of Jason as a boy, so he just kind of uses that as a template. And I don't feel... As I was a, really expecting him to like throw a mask on or something. Yeah. As opposed to well, actually Well, for starters, you're not his using hair. his effects work. So they yeah. did this whole thing of... He, he did can, something around his eyes, but that yeah. was really it. He did but like did, smoky eyes. But it's not yeah. effects. So this whole thing of... <laughs> it's he just can, makeup. They did this whole thing of he can make incredible masks and he can make sort of slightly animatronic faces and yeah. arms and tentacles. And then essentially he shaves his hair and puts on some mascara. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Smoky eyes. Yeah, I was expecting under, way under more Home Alone yeah. stuff to go down. Yeah, mm. or like way more engineering some to more, go into that. Yeah, some more booby uh, traps. Yeah, but again, I appreciated. You know, at least it's a little bit different, and uh, it was kind of cool to have. Yeah, someone younger involved, and it paid off well in a cool death scene. Yeah. I'm using inverted commas in the air right. right now for Jason. Oh, it's the final chapter. It is the final chapter. Yeah. So let's look at. We haven't talked about money yet going through the series, and I want to talk about that quickly because obviously that's what dictates when you're going to get a sequel or not mm-hmm. yeah so friday the 13th the first one in 1980 its production budget was just over half a million dollars that's all that first one cost yeah um its domestic opening weekend was about nearly six million dollars okay. which Ooh. is fucking great yeah for that kind of movie however it was a slow build it made more and more and more and ended up with a worldwide box office of nearly 60 million dollars that's off half a million investment Damn. so that's obviously why they went into production very quickly with number two uh, number two cost just over a million dollars to make, um, and it ended up bringing in about twenty-two million at a box office. Okay. So 
half, like less than half than the first one did, yeah. which is your normal drop off for a horror film. Yeah. However, very weirdly at the time, the next one, which cost just over two million to make, made more money. It made thirty-four million at the box office. Is what number three made. So it started climbing again. And I know at the time that was very unusual. Like sequels just decreased yeah. in money every time. Mm. The revenues either stabilized or built. This one cost again about two and a half million dollars to make and made 31 million mm. in its worldwide gross. So still making tons of money. I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's yeah. a phenomenal investment to get back. Yeah. If you're spending two and a half million, you're making 31. Like that's as good as you could possibly imagine in film. Yeah. yeah. So for them to genuinely want to finish in it here, you know, is a bold decision. However, when it made as much money as it did, they of course decided not to and to continue with the series the next year. So they didn't even wait. It was an immediate thing of let's get another yeah. one straight in production. Lies. Albeit it does go in a very different direction. So we'll see oh. on the oh. next episode. Spoilers. What you feel about that one? Wait, how much did this number four make? Um, number four made thirty-one million dollars. How much did it cost? Two and a half million. And then what was number three? Two and a half million and made about the same thirty-four. Made a little okay. bit more. Wow. Made a little bit more. They just made money. Uh, the the <laughs> the biggest money maker money. for them is definitely Freddy versus Jason, but it's also the most expensive out of all of these, yeah. obviously. Yeah. What about Space Jason? We'll get to that. Uh, okay. That one made about half as much as this one made. At the cinema. How much did it cost? 14 million. So it cost Holy a hell of a lot crap. more. Wow. And yeah, made half as Jason. much money. Space Because it was a bad idea. But Space Jason is definitely the smallest million. revenue by a long way. It made $2 million more than it cost to make. Holy crap. That's oh. Oh. We'll get Space fire. Jason later on. Space Jason. So before we wrap up, because I just got a text come through that our food's about to turn up. Our ramen's going to be here. Yeah, we, can move, yeah. we can move into my personal, not my least favorite, but probably the hardest one to get through. Sweet. Um, Good thing we have noodles. Yeah, noodles will help us through that journey. Okay. Justin, we only have one thing left to do, which is do you recommend that people watch Friday the 13th Part 4, the final chapter? Yes. Unequivocally? Uh, stipulations? Uh, just yeah, yes. yeah. It's a good closing chapter. If you've wa- if you made it through the journey with <laughs> us and you've watched 1, 2, and Trace, you have to watch 4. Um, Definitely watch. It's... Yeah, it's good. It's up there with like one and two, you know. Um, okay, this one just. What would you put them right now? Into uh, the definitely order. number one has to watch two and four. I'm kind of like you know even equal between yeah. two and four. Yeah. Okay. Watson. Oh, definitely watch number four. I would watch that over number three many times. Yeah. So yeah, I would probably say like one, four, two, and then three. Okay. Yeah. Cool. my ranking so far yeah, uh, yeah uh, me too i would definitely say at the moment uh, i would i would recommend this movie um if there's one that comes later that does the same thing but better then i'd say well maybe you don't need to do this but at the moment it's the only one that does this what it's doing yeah. which is mm-hmm. having fun with jason great kills flawed in many ways there are a couple of yeah. real slouchy moments in it where it gets a bit tedious um but you know it looks good there's yeah. some fun to be on jason is jason for the first time yeah he's just jason. like hey i'm a man now Exactly. I've come back up. from the dead. Corey his watch was over. lollipops yeah. in his mouth, which is yeah. pretty cool. He does. Skill. <laughs> he does. Yeah. All right. We will be back every week. Go on iTunes. Subscribe to us. Geeks Friday 13th uh, with our horror retrospective. Uh, we also have a weekly show called Geeks, which does uh, entertainment and games and movies and stuff. And that's topical every week. Uh, you can follow us. We are Tessellate on all the social medias. And we are Tessellate website to see our films. We're a production company run out of LA, Tokyo, and London. 
I'm Al White. You can follow me, Mr. Al White, on all the social medias. Justin is... It's Radley. Like with and the Katie it's. doesn't like you to bother us tonight. Leave me alone. <laughs> and that's her handle. Leave me alone. And we will be back next week with Friday the 13th, part five. Spooky. A new beginning. Is that Adios. What it's yeah, that's what it's called. Oh, okay. A great. new beginning. Ooh. Spookies. Geeks. Geeks. Geeks.